Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Everybody, welcome to Generally Speaking with your host Jen Young on Nightlight Radio. Uh, this is going to be a new show, so um, I, I'm very excited that Jen has decided to do a show with us. Uh, I've worked with her for probably, gosh, over a decade for sure. Uh, she has been a guest on Nightlight when we did readings. She is an amazing psychic and medium and and Above even those two amazing talents that she has, she is the most phenomenal poet I have heard in a very, very long time. Her poems are magical. And she contacted me a while ago, and we had talked about her doing a show, and then life got in the way, and then we talked about her doing a show, and then life got in the way, and and this time life did not get in the way. And she is condescended to do a, doing a show here on Nightlight. I'm very excited because, generally speaking, is going to be a lot of fun, not only for me and Jen, but for you as well. So welcome to your show, Jen Young. Thank you, Barbara, and thank you for the kind words. Thank you for <laughs> whoever's listening in tonight. <laughs> this well, is exciting. You never know. That's and, the, that's the coolest thing. You sort of talk into the darkness and wonder who's there. Well, I know. it's, um, And it has been, I don't know, I was trying to figure out today how long we've known each other, and it's been a long time. And, yes. Um, you know, it's, um, it, it's, it's been a while since I've done any radio shows. And, um, you know, I think that um, we're pulled back um, into um, what we're meant to be doing um, all along. I've done, uh, trying to do research for this show about karma tonight, and, um, you know, I reached out to you asking you about karma, and I've reached out to other friends asking them what they felt karma was, um, Reading, 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 all my reading about karma. 
and um, not even understanding why I wanted to know about it, what brought me to the place of trying to understand what karma is right now. Um, Briefly, I want to express sympathy, um, sorrow, gratefulness that those that have gone um, to their next journey, Lisa Marie Presley, Randy Bachman's brother, um, uh, you know, from Bachman Turner Overdrive, um, Jeff Beck, a bunch of people are leaving us now, and um, or maybe not really leaving us. And you know, we uh, we look at in into karma, and and our journey on this path is over. And um, I guess you know, how do we? And that's that's. Um, God, help me out here, Barb. That's part of what was written before us, one of our past lives or or our, our life journey, right? Right. Um, and this is and, what and I'm trying know, to... Uh, go ahead, we, please. We, co- we come in with a contract, so to speak. And yes, we've talked about that, a, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a spiritual contract. It's, I, 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 I need to... And it comes from a spirit level, so it has nothing to do with the physical reality until we become a member of it, and then we don't have consciousness of what was in the contract. That, that, that would make it so much more easy, but it's not. And so what we, what we do is when, when we have finished our contract, when we have fulfilled all of the spiritual reasons for being here, there's no sense to our being here any longer. I mean, let's face it, our spirit has a bigger agenda than we do on a personal level. No, and I agree with that. And, you know, in fact, I was sitting down with, you know, a few friends this week, or it could have been last week for all I know, and we were talking about that, like us being spiritual beings in a, you know, in a human suit and uh-huh. um, having contracts and... and um you know, ticking boxes of what we were going to do this time round. Um, what, you know, we hope to experience, but none of us really remembering, um, except maybe deja vu every once in a while, is like, oh, I do remember this. And and younger children saying, oh, I remember this. You know, um, I recall yeah. this. And because I think kids... Children are more open. We aren't closed off. I've got this um, great book. It's called, I think, Magic by Numbers. Magic, um, um, Magic Days by Nadine Jane. Um, can't read my own writing. Anyhow, um, and she discusses her journey and lays out for us our journey through astrology, numerology, and tarot for each day of the year. And she discusses how she too, like most of us, left our truer self and joined the mainstream. But when she was younger, she believed in her, in quotations, magic. And she'd get a, you know, the, the thrill of when she knew something and discovered something. And then, right. you know, along comes 
her peers, her clothes, whatever, and you leave it behind. And then you're asked by spirit to pick it up again. So um, reading about dharma and karma, um, I don't think we can ever leave it, the magic or the spirit are calling behind because it follows with us where right, and we I have think, free will. Go. I, I think one of the things that's really important for everybody to realize is that, you yes, we do hop lifetime to lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. We do. But the karma will follow us throughout time. Sometimes it can be as much as a thousand years before karma is finally resolved with a person or a situation. So that it's not like every lifetime you have this this, this sack of karma on your back that you have to work with. Some, so, some things take time. Some things take spiritual evolution to be able to deal with the karma that is coming your way. Sometimes it just isn't appropriate yet, and so you wait a dozen, two dozen, 10,000 lifetimes before you are able to um, take a look at the situation and understand the lesson that is there for you and, you know, then uh, apply it to whatever's going on in your life at that moment in time. So it's not, it's not just, well, I was nasty to you last, last lifetime now, you know, it's, the other way around this lifetime it's not that easy it's far more complicated and it's more spiritually oriented than it is um physically oriented no i agree with that the um you've written i've read a a lot what you've written is that nothing in this world happens accidentally or coincidentally. There is a reason behind everything, though it may not be clear to us at that time, and that's just what you're saying right now. And, you know, I, I, I've i got different friends that are um, doing the cancer journey right now, different friends that have um, lost a loved one through suicide, um, you know, parents losing children. And, uh-huh. and you know, some of them said, gee, I must have really bad karma. And I don't think it's bad karma at all. I don't think that karma comes into an instant like that. Um, and I think that's what I really, this is what started my exploration of karma and what karma is, is that, um, you know, being sick um, or being sick for a short period of time, having that journey um, isn't really karmatic, or perhaps it is. Um, I don't know. And I think that's what I really wanted to explore. This is what I'm delving into. Um, Do you understand what I'm asking or saying? Yeah, (laughs) not everything is karma. And I think that's, you you have no way of knowing, nor do I, if something is karma or not. Uh, Karma, for the most part, in my opinion, applies to um, 
difficult situations like being born without a leg or losing an arm sometime or or ha- or being constantly ill i mean having a stomach virus is not karma it's it's probably probably not having enough vitamins or eating appropriately or dressing appropriately karma karma is more of a spiritual balancing of an aspect of your of your spirit's development so that so that you know having having difficulty relating to a situation or a person doesn't necessarily make it karmic but you never know so it's better to treat it like karma just in case yes because kindness begets kindness um, absolutely compassion the same thing right and if we go yeah. around with a chip on our shoulder what we're going to back get back generally is a chip on our shoulder or stick sarcastic um, responses. People will find it, individuals will find it difficult to respond in a a kind and generous way. Um, I I think we've all got friends that are, you know, you love to be around because they're humorous, they're kind, they find um, laughter in any situation. And... um, you just think, holy smokes, how can you be laughing at a time like this? But there is often humor to be found in something, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, and and laughter what, is probably the most, the the best medicine you could you could ever have. I mean, to be able to 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 find joy in yourself and laugh yourself through uh, a situation or a moment is the most healing thing that could ever happen. Yes, that's what I believe too. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know how to expand on that, but I believe that. I, I believe that fully. I look at um, when I was sitting by my dad's bed when he was dying, and we laughed about things. Um, you know, we said our goodbyes, we said our thank yous, whatever else had to be said, but there was. Um, the laughter at the distinct insanity of some things, and yeah. um, and it was like, yeah, okay, we can do this, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was good, you know. Speaking of my dad, he used to say, um, you could like like someone on site, but you could dislike someone on site too, or just dislike someone for no apparent reason. What do you yeah. feel about that? Disliking someone, well, my dad would say, "I do not like you, Doctor Fowl. The reason why I cannot tell, but this I know and know full well: I do not like you, Doctor Fowl." And he used to recite well, that. <laughs> I think that <laughs> there are people whose energy does not synchronize with yours, mm-hmm. and you immediately are are sort of repulsed or bounce off them and, you know, not this lifetime, thanks a lot, goodbye. Um, <clears throat> sometimes, it, it, sometimes it is because there is something, you know, from a past life that you need to work out, but, but you don't need to work out all of it in one lifetime. Um, I've had people that, that you know, I, I didn't like um, and, and that, that I really really backed off from 
but that doesn't mean that there's a karmic situation. But like I said, always treat it as a karmic situation because you never know. And um, but as far as as not liking your doctor, that's a, that's a pretty serious thing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> You know, I, it, but it could it could just be that because he was a doctor and it was an uncomfortable situation, he didn't like him too. So, um, yeah. you know, that that part of it is there as well. Yeah. No, it, it's just that, you know, we can, I guess, meet somebody and the reservations are there right from the beginning. Uh-huh. And... You can, um, or I can, I can say, oh, not sure about this individual, not sure at all. Don't know them from Adam. Um, yeah. And I I really don't know why. And I've done it a few times and think, okay, they're a great person. Like, I, I totally read them wrong. And then later on down the road, it's like, no, you were right with your first, instincts um you know they've got great qualities and um but but there's the big but and is that um something that we know from is that karmatic is that um well i again i don't i it doesn't necessarily make it karmatic we do reincarnate in soul groups, so it may be somebody that you have. You, you most of the people around you that that are around you for any length of time have been around you in past lifetimes as too, too, so that there's that familiarity there too. So it, it just could be that you know, yeah, we were we were close last lifetime, or that we weren't close last lifetime, and. And we don't need to do it this lifetime either. So, you know, it could be that as well. I I have found that I think almost everybody on a spiritual level that I have um, had any lengthy communication with or whatever, I'm sure I have been with in a past lifetime as well. Because if you're dealing with spiritual energy, then naturally people who are in that same flow are going to be attracted one to the other so that so that mm-hmm. there is that trust that spiritual trust that is there it doesn't mean it's karmic it just means it's familiar and you feel safe yes i think okay <laughs> no no i i understand that um no, I'm just writing that down because that makes way more sense to me than than the stuff I've read and trying to piece it all together like a puzzle, right? I, I oh, know yeah. that, and I don't know how I know. I just know that when we go and when we look at our our life, when we do our life review, we're going to see a beautiful tapestry that we can't see right now. But when we turn the tapestry over, we're going to see the knots and the frayed ends and the 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 restarts and the... Oh, yeah. The whole mishmash of our life, and that's that's what we want because that means we've had, in my opinion, a really good journey. That we've we've taken some false starts. We've had a good life lesson here and there and everywhere, and um, we've made a beautiful, beautiful picture. 
of our life. Hopefully, we look at it like that um, (laughs) and see how outstanding it is. Um, Hopefully, we can. I look at, um, gosh, different individuals right now, and I look at the path that they may have chosen, and I'm thinking, I, I can't comprehend it, Barbara. I can't comprehend why there's um, serial killers, why there's pedophiles, why there's um, whatever in our world. Well, I don't know why they're... Stop Mm -hmm. to think. What is the earth plane for? Say that again, please. What is the earth plane, the earth experience, what is it for? Mm Mm-hmm. It's for experience. Mm. Right. And and you can't recognize, understand, comprehend things unless you have experienced them. So we are absolutely horrified by murder and slaughter and serial killers and pedophiles and all of that. We're 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 just sickened by it but we probably have been it at some point in our lives. None of us, even though even those, those of us who like to think of ourselves as very spiritually oriented, that, that you know, um, at some point in time, over the millennia, over the millions of evolutions that we've been through, we have done all and more of that so that we have a balance in our 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 spirit, our self, and we understand what is not good and what is good. So you can't, you have to understand that, you know, it's it's awful. Serial killers should be put to jail. Um, I don't think they should be put to death because that gives them a free pass to the next life. So in my opinion, they should, they should live in jail for the rest of their lives. That's, that's just me. Um, But, but, that's no, an interesting no. concept. <laughs> what you kill him, he goes on to his next life. He has he has an easy out. The rest of us have to go through seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred years, and then we get to go into the next life. We just kick these in. You know, no, that's <laughs> that's not a good idea to 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 kill people. It's just not. But but the reason that that we're here is to learn. And the sorrow that they cause is, some, is, is a lesson the people who experience need to experience. Um, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't say this to anybody at, at their daughter's funeral or anything like that, but if you look at it, <laughs> spiritually speaking, you know, yeah, a great way to get lynched. Um, but, but if you look at it spiritually, look what they're learning. And and when you see so many of these people that have lost children especially, I mean, small children, those parents have gone on to create organizations that benefit thousands. True. And, you look at Adam Walsh I mean, and whoever else, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, you know, the situation, not that it can be good or, or you know, nobody could look at it and say, oh, this is a good thing, but but how you... 
how those who are surrounding it and experience it, how they behave can create great good that can help millions of other people too. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's terrible, it's horrifying, all of that, but, but you know, you, you can't recognize that if you haven't been it. Just can't. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, it's sort of like, who was I talking? I forget who I was talking to. I was saying, you have to understand, if I asked you to describe um, flugel ice cream, you you wouldn't be able to because you've never heard of it. You don't know if there is such kind, and you've never tasted it. Once you've tasted it, you can describe it. Mm-hmm. The same way, same same way with all of this stuff. I mean, you know, we've rotated through thousands, millions, probably of lifetimes, and um, we've been through wars. We've we've killed, we've slaughtered, we've raped, we've pillaged, we've stolen, we've done all sorts of awful things. Happily, we're not doing them this lifetime. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know it's it, it's it's there. So no, it's know, definitely it's, that there's there's individuals that are experiencing those things this lifetime round. Um, it's a very as um, a sobering concept, right? Um, yeah. You know, because I I look at at different um, individuals that definitely are um, experiencing the um, the horrific factors that are going on, and for me, I can't comprehend a lot of it. I just can't especially with the pedophilia and whatever else. To me, it's just um, so abhorrent. Um, well, look at, and look at, look at um, people who have um, irrational fears of things. Yes. Okay, so, so where do they come from? They come from a trauma in a past life. Well, <coughs> hang on, please. choking a bit here. I know I don't like knives, never have. Don't like big knives. Mm-hmm. And I don't like um anything really around my neck. Um so I I really you know, I know in a past life I was hung. Um Oh yeah. I just you were uh, a witch. It's a great sure. knowing, right? I, I know yeah. I was a witch. I've got a couple of I've got a couple of close friends right now that you know we're probably <laughs> sister witches or something, and um, <laughs> you know that's okay. We can, you know, you know as long as we're not vampires, that's okay. Um, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I just and and that's that's a deep knowing of what what I was and what we carry with us throughout the lifetimes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, um, we keep our spiritual spiritualness or our spiritual talents, gifts going 
um, where those gifts are passed down. I know that um, my granddaughters have them. I know that my daughter has them. I know that my sons have them, um, even though they don't want to admit it. Um, you know, it's, to me, my, my cousins have them, for heaven's sakes. You know, it's in our family. And I believe families, yeah. as you say, have them. Um, whether and what we want to do with them is our own free will. Right. You know, um, it keeps calling back, but we, I keep getting pulled into it. Like you said, you know, I had my hiatus. My words, my hiatus. And uh-huh. um, we've tossed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when are you well, going to do this? And I, no, I think one of the coolest things about you, um, <clears throat> you before you moved, you were in a beautiful place, and you used to go hiking a lot. Yes. And you fell any number of times. And True. It was usually when you went off the path. And what I find fascinating is you you never really grasped the fact that the universe was saying, are you paying attention? You're off the path. Get back on the path. So you move. That's very so. true. It's it's very true. I'm um I was talking to a good friend today and um you know I there's a picture I I just I can't believe this this woman. She is just one of the most remarkable human beings I have ever met. And a perpetual smile, bright shining eyes, and the intelligence is beyond compare really and um there's a there's a picture of her falling you know shoulder deep in snow and she's got a camera around her neck and she's got a cigarette in her mouth and she stands up without (laughs) without using her hands and she's fine and she's laughing and i look at this and i think oh my god you know, who does that? And I don't know if you've ever watched Trailer Park Boys and Ron picked it up. He said, you're like Julian from the Trailer Park Boys. Oh you know, you God. can fall and stumble and, and you know, the glass never spills. And, um, you know, there's just this perpetual smile on her face. And I, that picture of her is going to stay in my mind forever of what... Um, maybe perseverance, uh, but what perpetual happiness is, joy, just joy is. And um, it, to me, it, it's just, I don't know, the epitome of happiness when you mm-hmm. see that. It's like, yeah, nothing's going to keep me down. And I, I said to her, like before, I've never had real neighbors before. And you know that from where I lived before. And having neighbors, um, you know, Ron cut a hole in the fence and and the neighbors were kind enough to say put up a gate and Ron did that so we can nip back and forth. But there's still like a bit of a distance. We don't see houses or anything, but there's still a path being made. And um, there are early risers too. And not, I'm not an early riser by any means anymore. Seven o'clock is sleeping in for me. But uh-huh. um, 
you know, I'm Brenda is a fantastic photographer, um, a Renaissance woman, and um, and there's some lovely, lovely paths that um, she can show me, and I'm just dying to <laughs> dying to get on to them, you know. And um, I did go for a walk with her and her sister-in-law, and and I said to them, "You just watch out, like I, I'm not an easy walker. I stumble." <laughs> I'm not always looking where I'm going and uh, their reply was that's okay we're that way too so I knew I'd met part of my own tribe and uh-huh. um, so that was fun that was that was a great a great um, a great great thing about moving from the mountain to this new little mountain, um, not as big as the other one by any means, but a very nice spot, you know. Um, well, yeah, and not not, not as getting... not as big a fall either. No, no, not <laughs> no, not as big as fall at all. You know, um, took me a while to get going, but um, that's okay. I'll take it. And um, well, I really believe yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> that the days we're coming into now, the time that we're coming into, is a time of awakening for a lot of people. And um, mm-hmm. it's almost like um, there's a need for first people to be awakened to their own spiritual journey and what's going on inside of them. And then how can they share it with humanity at the same time, you know, staying on their pathway but sharing it and i mean you're a great example of this i mean i've been doing this radio show for 14 years and um gosh i I think you were there right at the almost the very beginning and um you know we played back and forth you were a guest on the show a lot when i was doing readings on it and then you drifted off and then you know we started talking and you know it's 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 kind of like I'm seeing a lot of people coming back. Solaris Blue Raven was somebody that that I admired like crazy. And it has taken me 14 years, but she's now a part of Nightlight Radio. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me the gathering that is taking place here. And it's an information center. It's, it's you know, there's nothing you know, horrendously big is, you know, my God, I'm not famous and, and I'm not well-known and what was the other line? And my name will never be in the Reader's Digest crossword puzzle. But for some reason, there seems to be a gathering here around Nightlight. And Nightlight was was originally created to be a light in the darkness for people going through change. So um, it works. It does work, and there's a lot of different individuals, not the same one, I hope, um, that that you said that, you know, they're awakening and, and they're starting their own spiritual journey. And I'd like to do what you did for me, Barb, is, like, invite them on the show and say, what are you doing right now? What What are your goals? What are your intentions? And 
let them get their word out because I think that's really important. It to me it was so valuable and still is valuable to me um, to be able to say our truth and um, have a spot to to speak up, speak out, and say you know this is what we're feeling without a fear of um, hmm. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fear of reprisal, maybe, or yeah. um, or being mocked. And if someone wants to mock, well, that's on them, not on us. I know the other day um, I was feeling kind of, um, well, I was feeling upset about a few things, and they're personal, and that's okay. Um and i was saying i was saying that to a to a individual and they said well you know you don't need to take it personally cuz that's kind of narcissistic and i said oh well that's an interesting view on that and they said well it's it is <laughs> i started <laughs> laughing and i said how so well if you take everything personally then everything's about you and it becomes you and I sort of sat back and I thought, that's really interesting, right? Very. Yeah. That That's very interesting and it's it's true. So if we look at it in the big picture and we just take it for what it's given from someone else and say, okay, that those are your thoughts, those are your ideas, it's how I'm going to respond to it. Right. Karma and, is I am, right? Well, and another and, way, too, is to, if you take it personally, it's your mm-hmm. ego that's in there, not your spirit. That's right. And, you know, if and, I get my my feelings hurt, it's like, all right, so my ego got bruised, but that's not me. So... You know? No, and that's true. And that was that was a real um, that was an eye opener. I'd never looked at I'd never looked at life from both sides. Now, um, thanks, Joni. Um, you know, I'd never looked at at, at someone's um, beef. You know, uh-huh. their truth like that and I thought well that might be your truth but it's not my truth and um, but what they said had hurt and but but, you know when somebody attacks you or says something unkind to you I have found over and I'm older than you so I can say this I have found over my many years that when somebody is attacking you in any way shape or form it's because they're afraid of you. And now that's you know, interesting too, because I don't think I'm someone to be afraid of. Hmm. Well, you oh, are you kidding me? When you get angry, whew, you you I can remember when you were in the other house how you got angry at a lot of stuff, and you you were ready to <laughs> march on Washington. I mean, you don't 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 let any 
don't let anybody be don't anybody be you know this soft spoken woman can really <laughs> get angry. Well, it's true. I do get angry. I do, but I don't. Well, I do. Um, I, I sound like Mamma Mia, um, Abba. Um, and it's true, but I think we all can when we're pushed to a point. But I Absolutely. don't know how. But mm. at a situation, not a person. I, yeah, you know. It's, it, yes. It's it's because more situationally. Well, if it's a situation, yeah. you're relating to it because you've seen it, you've experienced, you've seen both sides of it, and you know what's wrong. And that's true. If it's a if it's a person, then then it's step back and pay attention. You know what is it about that person that that makes you want to attack them? And you know if you if you do an analyzation of the whole thing, eventually you think, well, that's stupid. Why am I upset about this? I mean, it's, it's you know, can I do something to change it? Do I want to change it? And and you you work from there. I mean, there are some people that I really, you know, don't want to be saintly towards at all. Nor will I be, and I'll have to spend a couple of lifetimes making it up someplace, probably. But I'll never remember why, so that's okay. Yeah, that's the hard thing, is remembering why. Yeah. Remembering why. Yeah. But does it make any difference? No, not right now. Not no, right now, true. <clears throat> But a lot of it's karma. Karma, karma plays in our plays out in our lives all over the place. And and I think it's important to understand, especially when you come to times where there are major decisions and choices to be made that affect not only your life but the lives of the people around you. That's that's where I see the karmic stuff happening. I mean, if if something major happened to my family members or something like that, I would I would spend time trying to find out, karmically speaking, where does this fit in? And, you know, so so if you wanted to really dig into is this karma or is this not, how would you approach the situation to figure it out? That's what I'm delving into. How do you figure that out? How is it? Is it? Um, is it my karma? Is it their karma? But they have to be intertwined. Yep. Entwined because we're in it together, right? Right. Well, and one way would be doing past life regression to see where it all fits in. That might give you some sort of hint mm-hmm. as to where as to where this started. Um, and there are lots of people. Joanne DiMaggio um, comes to mind immediately. She's an amazing past life person, and um, she uses as well dream analysis. Dream analysis. Dream analysis. I loved for a long time until somebody cued me in on the fact that in in a dream you you represent every person in the dream. Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, 
suddenly didn't make interpreting my dreams <laughs> that great because if, if I was in conflict or, or if somebody was being mean to me, it was like, what does that mean? What part of me is fighting the rest of me? And, you know, no, because someone just had a really cool dream. And um, it was very, very prophetic. But I was going to try and find a really good dream interpreter for her. But 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 that's see, we're supposed to do it ourselves. Oh, I know. And if if she writes it down and then realizes that she is every person in the dream is an aspect of her, then she should be able to figure it out. I mean, that's you know. true. No, that's true. And this makes more sense as I'm speaking to you about it. Yes, yes, yes. Every person is an aspect of her. So, oh. so you know, so the dream is meant to be helping her work For out me. aspects of herself. Yeah, Yeah. What do you need to work on? Yes, no, because I've had, like, numerous dreams, and they've had different family members in it. There's, um, well, my brother, um, and this I find interesting, like, just baffling, but not so much so because of what I do and the work we do. Um, Yeah. He was... as you know, he was diagnosed with leukemia a couple of years ago, and he's he's responding well to treatment. But I'd, I'd seen him in a vision, and we were walking, and he said, before you go, I've got to show you my Aztec chest. And I, I said, I've really got to go now, and I left him standing in this hall. And I thought, oh, I, I wonder when he'd been to Mexico. I hadn't talked to him for a while. So I was talking to him on the phone and um, because he was in... Uh, um, isolation, no one could see him and um, he said I've never been there, he said but um, they put a port in last night um, mm-hmm. a Hickman port for for chemotherapy and whatever else and um, he said uh, you should see the bruising and he took a picture of his actual shoulder and chest and uh-huh. there was um, it looked like a big tattoo and it was very symbolic. And I said to him, oh, my God, I can't believe that. This is your Aztec chest. And I've shown a couple of people his um, chest, and we were laughing. And I said to him, this is what you were talking about. I said, to me, an Aztec chest meant a trunk. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for a a trunk, you know, a keepall, a duffel bag, a, a big wooden trunk. He goes, no, no. He says, I, I never even thought of that. And, and But it, it's funny because, you know, um, synonyms, right? Um, but what if that was an mm-hmm. aspect of you? What if it wasn't him? What if it was you? Oh, but it was him. It was me talking to him and him showing me. I got, day. I, yes. I got that. I got that. But also, it was parts of you showing you something. Yes, it was. So it may not have had 
had it may not have had anything to do with him but it was something about you in relation to him it it, it in other words yes it was a prophetic message yes it it definitely showed you his aztec chest but at the same mm-hmm. time if it was supposed to represent a part of you and the word Aztec comes out here over and over and over again. So is there something to do with the Aztec culture that may have import to you? Hmm. I mean, it's so it's it's easy to take it to that first level, and and but I, I'm not discounting. Take it further than that. Yeah, I'm I'm not discounting that first level at all, but. He wanted there there was a part of you that wanted to show you something and and you walked away from it. So what is hidden from you that may have something to do with the Aztec culture that will touch you on a spiritual level that you walked away from. That's interesting. That is so interesting that you say that because there's been numerous times I've just said, No, not right now, walk away. It's like I don't want to look deeper. How often do each of us do that? Don't want to look any further than this, um, than the top layer, right? Oh yeah, I mean, and the, the easy, the easy, you know, the easy explanation, the 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 easy whatever. This is what it means. Yes. Okay, let's get on. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're not given the dream for just that. That may be part of it for sure, but there's. It, it goes deeper, and the fact that you walked away and didn't take the time to look at what he was trying to show you. Let's look into this deeper, yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. Very, very interesting. A lot to ponder, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. So this is, this is, um, I'm writing that down. As you know, I, I write everything, or most things, not everything. Look deeper into levels. Yeah, and, no, and to understand, even if you kept a dream journal, and even if you came to that aha moment, then, oh gosh, a year from now, Look back on it because you were in a hallway, right? You were yes. you you were some you were in a, a, a part of a home that leads to other rooms, but you chose to walk away. Where did you go? I went outside I mean, to a riverbank and stood on the river. Okay, but, I'm but, in there. But, but I know but, exactly. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, but I, I'm just saying I know exactly where I was. So you, that you know, you is got it. You, really deep. Yeah, it was a high or low tide. I mean, I know rivers don't have high and low tide, but, you know, was the water running swiftly? Was it running smoothly? Were there rocks in it? Um, what were the shores like? Um, 
if if there were rocks all over the place, what does that say to you? If there weren't, what does that say to you? If the current was, if it was running, if it was meandering, what does that say to you? If there was white water, what does that say to you? Was it was it night? Was it day? Were there birds singing? Were there little creatures there? You know, I mean, keep going. Because the greater the depth, the greater the lesson, the greater the information you'll get. God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, 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 it's one dream I have not forgotten. Um, and it's as clear right now as it was then. Mm-hmm. So clear. So clear. Well, there's there's just so much hidden. Dreams never give you absolutes. They give you hints. And you're supposed to be able to follow those hints to get messages for yourself. And sometimes it has to do with, you know, just how deeply are you prepared to go to actually understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And maybe maybe we should, you know, really um take a whole show and, and talk about dreams. I was just gonna say that our next show should be about dreams. We've got sure. one coming up in a couple of weeks and <clears throat> I'm losing my voice now. Um I haven't really I've pondered a couple of um topics and but dreams is a really good one because um a friend had a really interesting dream, and um, other other friends have, you know, have had loved ones pass, and they haven't. And we've talked about this before. Have not had dreams about their loved ones, and they want to know what that means. And um, yeah, so that's that's a really good um, topic. To delve into, right? Well, I'm certain for sure that your your group that is supporting you there can have lots and lots of ideas. <laughs> I'm sure I haven't. I today was um, a busy runaround day for me, and um, tomorrow I don't know what what kind of rain we're getting. So, um, I think the West Coast normally is getting a lot more rain than we anticipated. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then, then we've got the weekend. So, but I, I think our hour is nearly up, and um, I want to thank is, you so very much, Barb, for for um, carrying me and helping me along with this. <laughs> I appreciate it so much, and for. Well, I- Pleasure, and you know if if you know your your <clears throat> if your followers want to follow you, they can check out the calendar on barbaradelong.com because your shows are right there, and they'll know when they are, and they'll be able to link to them right on right from the website or go to Blog Talk Radio and uh, look for them there. Uh, so right that, on you know, Barbara Delong. On Nightlight Radio, yes, yes. Well, 
Yeah, but and they can look looking... at all your past shows too. Oh, you bet too. Sure, um, but if they're looking for um, if they're looking for when you're going to be on next, the calendar on BarbaraDeLong.com will have you, has your shows listed, so they can you know they can subscribe to following your shows or whatever they want to do. So. Um, you know, have them do that because, you know, you may choose to do more in one particular month or skip weeks here or there, and the calendar is always there and hopefully up to date. I think your calendar is very good, and they can follow you on Facebook, too. You've got a a great fan page. You are there, and I encourage everybody to um, follow you. So... So thank you very much, Barbara. Thank you to all the listeners. I'm really humbled by this. Um, <laughs> thank you for your kind words. Ah, very always. kind. Always, always. Okay. And well, we'll say good night. Absolutely. Good night, Jen. Good night, everyone.